to the podcast. It is Thursday while I am recording this podcast, but Valentine's Day is very soon. And so I was trying to think of something that was something to do with relationships and love. And to be quite honest, I'm not feeling super serious this week. I just really wanted to do a lighthearted, very kind of funny, a girl chat kind of episode. These are some of my favorite podcasts to listen to from other creators. One of my favorite podcasts is What We Said with JC and Chelsea. If you guys haven't listened to that podcast, I really love it. It's just really sweet getting to listen to them and they have a really funny friend dynamic. So I just really love their podcast. It's one of my favorites, but something that they do is they ask their viewers to actually send in some confessions or submissions and they will read them on the podcast. And I do this for my advice episodes that I do, but I thought it would be really fun to do kind of a story time episode where you guys submit your worst date stories. I just think that this is so fun to do and so funny for me to read them and react to them. I haven't read any of them. I wanted this to be very much live, my reaction, and you guys submitted so many stories. I probably won't be able to get through all of them. Judging by some of the subject lines, they are going to be really funny. And so I'm going to try to keep it PG too. I feel like most people know that my podcast is pretty PG, but I will kind of see and scan before and make sure. But thank you guys so much if you submitted questions. I always just ask for them on my Instagram, which is just at Michelle Reed, if you don't know my Instagram. I, like I said, have been wanting to create a podcast Instagram and that's still in the works, but probably won't be a thing for a while. So feel free to follow me there if you ever want to participate. And yeah, I also just want to say, I say this at the end of all my episodes, but if you enjoy this episode, feel free to let me know. Feel free to DM me. I know it's like a different one than I normally do. So I always like to get feedback and also feel free to write a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts because that really helps the podcast and this is something that I really want to just spend a lot more of my time and energy on in 2021 so if you really like it feel free to let me know. I always respond if you guys tag me in a story on Instagram when you're listening. That's the best way to kind of get in touch with me because I see every single one of those and I always respond and it really makes my day seeing that. So if you would be so inclined, that's a really sweet thing to do as well. But thank you guys so much for making me a part of your day when you're listening on Monday or a weekday, whatever it may be. I love seeing how you guys are listening. So I hope you guys are having a great day when you're listening. I guess as far as like a little life update goes, I really don't have that much going on. This week has been just a normal work week, a normal week of getting things done. I started my taxes, so that's kind of exciting, which really is not a fun thing, but it feels nice getting those tasks done that you keep putting off and that seem like they're going to be really daunting. And then when you actually start chipping away at them, it's really not that bad. And taxes are just one of those things. And so it felt good getting to start that. And I wanted to start this episode by sharing if I had a worse first date. And to be completely honest, I really don't. I have only ever in my life went out with two people, and that was my boyfriend I had in high school and then my husband Aiden now. And those are the only people I've ever been on dates with. But I will say, my first date I went on with my boyfriend in high school. I had never really dated anyone. I had never really even talked to guys, texted guys a lot, and I think I was 15 at the time, but I got set up with him through a friend. It was going to be a double date with one of my friends that I danced with and her kind of friend who she thought might become a boyfriend, and she didn't want to go on her own, so we both went on these first dates with these guys together, and I did not tell any of my family 
I did not tell them that we were going out. I was always super shy about guys and having crushes on guys. I've just always been really private with this realm of my life. And even when I started dating Aiden in college, I did not really tell anyone except my roommate in college. I'm just very much an on the down low person. And I remember I was 15. We went on our first date and he was picking me up at my house And my sister Lindsay was in the back because our dog Roxy was a puppy at this time and she was kind of like taking her out or whatever. And I wanted her to be back there because I didn't want her to see that I was getting picked up. Like obviously people would know that I was gone and they would wonder where I was. And so I remember he picked me up and Lindsay answered the door and was so confused why this random guy was picking me up for a date because I literally didn't tell anyone. And then I remember when we got back, this was also my first kiss, but I had my first kiss with this guy on like my porch when he was dropping me off, which was, I was so young. It was literally a peck. It was probably the most simple first kiss, but I remember he also met my parents when he came in and my parents were so confused by this random guy was taking me out because I didn't tell anyone. So that was kind of my craziest date story. I don't really have anything shocking, but I'm excited to read yours. I'm hoping they're a little bit more juicy than mine because obviously mine was a little tame. But yeah, my family always gives me crap for this to this day. I don't know why it comes up all the time, but they always make fun of me for this and because I didn't tell them about Aiden when I started dating Aiden my parents were like why would you never tell anyone about the people you were dating and so I just think it's funny so this one says the subject is the first date I didn't realize I was on It says, hi, Michelle. My worst date was when I got tricked into going on one. Here's what happened. I had gone to a leadership conference a few months ago and everyone on my team there had become close and kept in contact. We were planning a reunion dinner, but since we were spread out all over the state, I said I would go anywhere and left my friend Seth in charge of planning the meetup. I left the planning group chat and didn't think much of it. A few days later, Seth texts me that we're meeting up at a restaurant about 20 minutes away and offers to pick me up. I dressed casually, assuming it would be a chain restaurant or something similar. When we arrive, I realize that this place is fancy. I mean, three sets of forks. Fancy. I asked Seth where the others were and why they picked this restaurant. He goes on to tell me that there are too many scheduled conflicts and that it would just be him and I, so he wanted to pick someplace nice. It then dawned on me that this was an elaborate ploy to take me on a first date. I was completely shocked because I had no idea he felt that way. The date was horrible. He spent the whole time talking about himself and then suggested that I owed him next time for our date tonight. Safe to say there's no next time his number is blocked in my phone. That is too good. I actually accidentally read another one and it was a very similar story of someone not even realizing it was like a full-on date. And I think that is such a common thing. Like I think especially when it's someone asking out a girl there's just this thing where you don't want to outwardly say that it's a date I don't know why we're so afraid to say like oh yeah and this is going to be a date so plan for a date we always act like it's going to be something casual and then it's not the subject of this one just says please read what his mom tells me Okay, it says, I wish I wasn't telling a true story. So it starts off with the summer. I break up with my boyfriend of three years. A boy I meet at a concert seems nice and asks me out and I think, why not? I have nothing to lose. Prior to this date, he asked, bombarding me with questions about myself. I would check my phone to a text with 25 questions all about me. He didn't gradually want to know me. He wanted to know everything at once. So I should have known that was weird. 
We go out on a Monday because I work a lot and he picks me up at 2 p.m. I thought that was early, but whatever. (laughs) 2 p.m. That is really early. He also was a wannabe country boy. Grew up in the city, but was convinced he was a blue-collared, as blue-collared as they came by. He hasn't let me get a word in when he picks me up to the restaurant. We're eating and I'm just eating my freaking food and he was... Out of nowhere, his fork is in my face and he goes, fine, you can have a bite. I know you want one. And I'm like, I never asked for one, but because of all the questions he asked me, he knew I always eat my dad's food. He shoves the fork in my mouth and when we get ice cream after, he does the same (laughs) with his freaking spoon in my mouth. This is our first date. After driving around and him telling me about his soccer skills, he takes me to his freaking parents' house on our first date. On a Monday, I don't know this kid. We get there and his parents are not welcoming or warm. He told me prior his mom looked me up on Facebook and saw I had a nose ring and didn't like that. So the stud in my nose really made her so mad, I guess. He brings out baby books and starts flipping through those with me, then leaves to go to the bathroom and I'm left in the living room with his parents. I'm so uncomfortable, but I don't want to come off as being mean. So me being so awkward says, so y'all have any funny stories about Jacob? And I wish I wouldn't have asked because I was not prepared for her to tell me he was born with not one, (laughs) one, but two buttholes and had to get one surgically closed on Christmas Eve after he was born. He was so mad and heard his mom then yelled some mean things. I left the house with him because he has to take me home. He thinks it's romantic to watch the sunset, so we do, but at this point, we've been on the state for eight hours. When I finally get home, he walked me to my door, and I gave him one armed hug and then ran inside and cried my eyes out because it was so horrible. When I told him I couldn't continue things, he cried and told me he could see himself marrying me. That's my story of my eight-hour first date on a Monday where I met his parents. That is so bad. I definitely don't think meeting the parents on the first date is, like, weird, but you kind of have to know the vibe. If it's going really well, then maybe that's a good idea, but some people, I think, just don't have the self-awareness to recognize that they're not vibing and that the other person is not comfortable, and I think a lot of times, especially, I don't really want to, like, stereotype genders, but as women... Or even someone who's just more shy-tempered, you can really feel like you can't make your true feelings known and you just want to be polite, especially if someone's taking you out. But yeah, when it's a situation like this, it is definitely not the move. The stuff about putting the forked food in your mouth because you said you like when your dad does that is so funny. But yeah, that one was really good. Okay, so this one sounds very similar to mine that I shared, so I'm going to share this one. It says, Okay, so she says, my sophomore year of high school, I met this guy. I'll call him Alex. A friend had set us up when we were talking. This is one of those cringe crushes when you basically only text after school but barely talk in person except for a really way too long awkward hug outside of our lockers after lunch. Literally, I am blushing thinking about how awkward that was. So Alex asked me to homecoming in front of my entire PE class, which was basically my worst nightmare because I was so shy. A few days later, my friend Megan was over and we were trying to find a sneaky way to go see him. Honestly, not sure why I felt the need to be sneaky, but I was terrified of telling my parents I was talking to or meeting up with a boy. (laughs) That was me. So me and Megan decided to meet Alex and his friend, the one who had set us up, at a nearby park. So we pull up on a longboards because I was trying to be a skater girl and his whole family was having a barbecue at the park. Like, excuse me, but okay, it gets worse because Alex and his friend come meet us and we are all talking for a while and eventually we decide to leave and I go to give him one of those awkward hugs and I say, see you Monday. And his response, OMG, he says, I love you too. I die every time to this day. He heard me so wrong. Anyways, this made me catch the ick 
I don't know. I lost all feelings so fast. I still had to go to homecoming with him, and I was the absolute worst day of all time. I probably danced with him to one song the whole night. But don't worry. After homecoming, I found out he was smoking weed the whole time we were talking, and I was a goody two-shoes and wanted none of that. So I ended things, and he moved on. I sound like a horrible person writing this, but honestly, it was so awkward, and I cringed the entire relationship, and I cannot believe he said he loved me after zero dates. (laughs) This is so funny. I do think that it sounds like maybe he got awkward and then said that he loved you because he didn't know what you said. And maybe, like you said, he just read everything wrong. But that's really funny. And yeah, that was exactly like me. I don't know why I didn't want to tell my parents. I am very open with my parents, transparent. But for some reason, when it comes to dating, when I was younger, I just never wanted to talk about that stuff with my family. So I definitely relate on that. Okay, this one sounds juicy. The subject is my date's ex showed up on the first date. She said, when I saw your Insta story about worst first date stories, I knew exactly what story I wanted to tell. I just want to say when people write in these stories, you guys literally sound like you're writing a book. Like it makes me want to keep reading and it's really just funny to see. People are so good at telling stories. I'm a really bad storyteller, so I always really appreciate when people are good storytellers. Okay, she continues. I'm typing this story as told to me by my childhood best friend, Nicole. She isn't on social media, but she gave me permission to send this in. She went on a first date with a guy she met on Tinder. They met up at a nice bar in Boston. She said the guy was super cute and funny, and they were having a good time. They were talking about their mutual love of New England sports and typical first date topics, what you do, hobbies, etc. Then, out of the blue, Nicole's date gets this shocked look on his face. Turns out his ex-girlfriend, they broke up a year previously, was coincidentally at the same bar as them with her friends and came up to them. The guy and his ex-girlfriend started catching up in front of Nicole, even though it is clear they were on a date. Eventually, the guy pulls Nicole aside and asks if they can reschedule their date. Apparently, him and his ex have a lot to catch up on. My friend left right then and never talked to that boy again. She came over to my apartment and we had margaritas and swore men are trash. (laughs) That is so bad. I almost feel like this does not sound real because I cannot imagine that actually happening. I remember on my first date, that date that I was talking about, it was the first time I ever met subscribers in public. I remember we saw a movie. I was like 15 at this time and these girls behind me asked if they could take a picture with me. And I remember my boyfriend at the time was so confused why people were asking me to take pictures, but he probably thought that I thought I was really cool (laughs) after that. But that alone to me was kind of embarrassing on a date. Not that I don't like meeting people, but on your first date. I didn't want to look like I thought I was a celebrity or something, but I can't even imagine seeing an ex. I feel so bad for your friend, but you sound like a good friend if you just invited her over for margaritas anyways, because that sounds better. So this one says, so I have two, but they were the same guy. When I was 18, I dated a guy I'd went to church with and known most of my life. He was three years older than me. Most dates we went on, I paid for. She said, my dad was not a fan, but one weekend I drove two hours. We were long distance, so I assumed he was paying for dinner in our movie. We pulled up to the movie theater and he turns to me and says, why don't you just give me the $20 in the car so it doesn't look bad when we pay inside? I was floored. Then the same guy drove to see me on Saturday because he said he wanted to spend a day with me and take me to Steak and Shake. I started to walk out of Steak and Shake and realized he was walking out behind me. He didn't pay. He stopped and said, what are you doing? You have to pay before we can leave. My friend and her boyfriend were there and her boyfriend lost it. 
Haha, ha, needless to say, I ended it a week after that. Oh, this says the worst dates were worth it though, since I'm married to the man of my dreams now. Oh, this is so sweet. I love this one because I definitely think uh, this is my opinion. I don't think that it's like one person needs to pay over the other, but especially when you're starting out to at least kind of have that in the beginning or trade off paying like it needs to be something that is talked about but the fact that he asked you to give him the $20 in the car so it didn't look bad <laughs> just shows that he was insecure about it so this is so funny though because I can just imagine this stuff happening so this one says I just turned 18 when my ex-boyfriend asked me out again where he apologized for what he had done that's a story in itself and he was working on his relationship with God and wanted to try again with me this was exactly what I had always wanted to hear. I wasn't seeing anyone at the time, nor was I close, so I agreed to try again. All was fine and well as we began to get to know each other again. There was one big difference this time. I had become best friends with a guy, but he knew about this guy. In the past, my ex had all but cheated on me, and I constantly expressed my concerns. We had planned on being very open the second time around with who we were talking to. My best friend, we'll call him Sawyer, had been there for me through my terrible high school experience, and I told my ex that I couldn't all of a sudden drop him without notice. So my ex read all of the texts between me and Sawyer. I was fine with it. Everything was on a friendship level, and it was clear. About a month in it to our new relationship, we had gone out on a date shopping and for food. He wasn't treating me very well, and while shopping, he got mad and put me in a headlock. I couldn't breathe, but I was not trying to make a big scene. I blew it off and figured I was overreacting. Oh my gosh! I was not expecting, this keeps going, but I just was not expecting that. That's crazy. Back in the car, he was becoming very angry with me talking to my best friend and said it couldn't continue. I told him that I could not do that. He was looking through every aspect of my phone. Eventually, I got upset and asked to look at his texts. Here to find out, he was seeing multiple girls at once, dates, texts, calls, FaceTimes, and everything. I then tell him that he has crossed a line and that I was done. I told him to take me home and he said no. We argued for a few minutes when I stopped talking. He went on to make excuses for why this was happening, which were poor excuses. Things such as he got made fun of for peeing his pants in middle school <laughs> or he hadn't dated for a while. I got stuck in the car with him for over two hours, refusing to take me home. I didn't know what to do as I was still a teenager and I was afraid to walk across the parking lot alone to find a store. I didn't want to text my mom in fear of what would happen next. I didn't want the cops called for any reason. Eventually, at about 11 at night, he drove me home, convinced we were still going to date. I closed the door and didn't talk to him again. Months later, my best friend confessed, oh, this is what I was hoping was going to happen, confessed that he had feelings for me and we've been together for over two years now. Oh my gosh, I have always wanted to see one of those stories where someone actually starts dating their best friend. She says, when my ex found out we all went to the same high school, he threatened him in multiple ways. Coincidence, they were both senior captains of the baseball team too. It was a stressful senior year to say the least. If this story makes a cut, please put this in. Girls, if you ever have a boy that won't take you home and you feel in danger, please call someone to help. This should never happen to anyone. You deserve better. Oh my goodness. Amen to that. That is so crazy and it's so sad to hear i've actually heard the story a lot of people just getting so angry especially when it comes to jealousy and feeling like they are threatened in any way 
and locking you in a car not letting you leave that is so messed up but yeah never feel afraid to just get out of the car i am so sorry you went through that and it's so crazy that this is someone you dated to for a while and you thought that they were making those changes and this is why i'm so mixed with people getting back together with exes because sometimes i do think you're just not meant for each other at a certain point in time but maybe down the road your paths will align the timing will be better but sometimes you just get back together and it is really not it. Okay, this one says, not only was this my worst date dating, sorry, but it was also my first dating experience. I think that a lot of these are actually like this. It's actually your first date, but it says, I went to a Bible college where I eventually did meet my husband, but the pressure to date and get married was so strong. Well, there was this guy I wasn't particularly attracted to, but he was the first guy to ever ask me out on a date. We went to church together and then got coffee after. He started asking me the usual questions about my family, what I was studying, etc., But then he started taking notes on his phone so he wouldn't forget the stuff. To this day, I feel like you should never take notes on a date, specifically a first date. Long story short, I eventually friend-zoned this guy, but he couldn't take a hint. He told his family and his little sisters all about me, and apparently they loved me, even though they didn't know me. (laughs) Even though they didn't know me. I eventually had to completely break up with him, even though I had told him we weren't dating, but I was so scared that he would try to convince me to stay with him, so I broke up with him over email. I cringe so hard when I think of that relationship, how he handled stuff, and how I handled stuff. Thankfully, I matured a lot that summer and learned a lot about dating, so I never handled things that poorly again. <laughs> the taking notes during the day is literally too much. I cannot imagine someone pulling out their phone. Like, it's definitely sweet. I like this. I think is cute because I've seen this before. Have been dating a guy for a while, and then you realize he has notes in his phone about, like, your favorite color, your favorite holiday your favorite things to think of gift ideas down the road i think it's sweet to see that a guy had written that down but literally in the moment when you're telling a guy is a totally different story so that's funny it's probably a good thing that you also friend zoned him too (laughs) so the subject of this says our ears touched when we hugged and i'm 411 she says my first and only blind date didn't go as expected i still feel bad about this to this day but seriously i laugh at it every time i tell someone about it I had recently moved to Birmingham, Alabama for a new job after college and had a friend set me up with a guy friend of hers since I was new to the city and eager eager to make new friends slash was open to dating. She mentioned this guy was cute, already in his finance career, and a decent Christian guy with a good head on his shoulders. I followed him on Instagram and shot him a DM, and shortly after, we exchanged numbers and made plans to hang out. He was the typical guy with only, like, 20 pictures on his page, and most were either years old or just a group shot with some friends from the waist up. Our text conversations were great and not boring at all, so I was excited to meet this guy. We made plans to go downtown to a sports bar slash restaurant and watch a football game. To make it less awkward and to make me feel safe meeting for the first time, he was going to bring his roommate and I was going to try to bring my best friend and we were going to meet outside the restaurant. My friend and I arrive and got out and were waiting outside. I called him and said, we are here, where are you guys? And he said, oh, I see you, I'm right behind you. And when I turned around, I still didn't see anyone I recognized, just a short guy and his friend kind of over in the distance. This guy I saw was so short that I assumed he was in middle school. The short guy in the distance started approaching me and my friend and I froze in terror. When he came up and greeted us and gave me a hug hello, our ears actually touched during the hug. And I'm 4'11 and I'm very petite. I literally couldn't believe this was the guy that the girl set me up with and had never mentioned that he was a shorter guy. I'm not sure if it was embarrassed in front of my friend after hyping up 
this blind date or if I was just in shock or if I felt bad that I was so turned off by a guy's height, it just wasn't a good fit. I totally lied and said that I forgot my purse in the car and told him and his roommate to go grab a table inside and we'd be right back. As we were walking to my car, my best friend said, what are you doing? I told her not to ask questions. I got in my car, got back on the interstate and drove home. I had her block him on Instagram and his number and I totally ditched the date. When I tell the story, I always feel so bad for ditching. Like, what did he do and his roommate think happened to us? Did they go outside looking for us? Did he properly catch the awkward vibe and just have a fun night? Did he go home and cry? I will never know. I also want to say that this is about seven years ago and I'm happily married now and I hope he is too. Sometimes I still wonder what happened to the short financial advisor from Birmingham. Okay. I had to be honest, I cannot believe you ditched him. I know this was seven years ago, but that would be so sad. But I do understand when you have expectations of who you're meeting up with. I think this happens on dating apps too. I've never used dating apps, but I've heard stories of people lying about their height. And it is really sad that I think that a lot of guys are insecure about their height. So it was probably just one of those things he didn't want to share because he was insecure about. But I cannot believe you left him. This poor guy. He was probably so sad. But I do understand sometimes you do things impulsively in the moment that you regret later on and that you feel really bad about. That probably weren't good decisions, but I had to read that one because I know blind dates definitely are something else. Okay, this one says... I went on a date back with a guy I met on a dating app. He seemed nice, we had good banter, and I agreed to meet up at an arcade. Fun date, right? I wish, upon first meeting, I could tell it was a no-go for me. Wasn't particularly fond of his voice. However, I wanted to keep an open mind because people can surprise you. Trust your gut. While walking from the entrance to the arcade area, he asked about my job. As I was explaining it, I turned to look at him and he was staring at my butt. Didn't break contact for a few seconds until I asked him a question. Red flag number one. Yeah, that's a really big red flag. Then he tried to be touchy on the date and was encroaching on my personal space. Yes, dates are a flirty environment, but read the room. And I think it's normal to be less touchy or not touchy at all on a first date with a stranger from an app. Yeah, let's just agree that no touch is a really good idea for a first date, especially from someone you're meeting from an app. After what seemed like forever playing games at the arcade, he suggested dinner at a Mexican place across the street. I politely agreed and we got our food just fine. We were talking about life, jobs, friends, Texas, the normal stuff. Then when he was almost done with his meal, he picked up the plate and began shoveling food into a pile. Cheese, rice, beans, the works. He proceeded to shovel the food into his mouth. I lost my appetite. Mmm, yeah. We ended the evening with a hug, and I sent him a thank you text when I got home. He wanted to go out again, but I politely let him know I didn't feel a romantic connection. Hope he's doing well and has improved his manners. Yeah. I think food eating, I think for me, with food, my parents were so particular about teaching us to chew with our mouth closed that... When people are really loud eaters, that's one of my personal pet peeves that I try not to get worked up about because it really is not that big of a deal, but I too get annoyed about bad manners. And so I could see how that could be a major turnoff. And especially the touchy thing, that from the get-go, if someone's too touchy on a first date, it's like, mm-mm, this is not, not going to be it. Okay, so this one says, I'm so excited to hear this episode. I might actually have a few worse stories to tell. I hope that at least one person finds these funny because they were incredibly awkward to live through so the first one says number one chicken wings 
All my friends still laugh at this to this day. I started talking to this guy online. We decided we were going to go to a local bar and restaurant for some drinks and appetizers. We get there and the hostess asks if we want to sit in the bar or the restaurant. He quickly answers that he wants to sit in the restaurant, which okay, whatever, but kind of figure this was a casual meetup thing. Fast forward to about 20 minutes into the date and the server comes over a second time to ask if we want to put any food in. This man orders chicken wings bone in. Incredibly brave, I must say. I was fine as I had already had dinner, so I figured I would just nurse my one glass of wine and get out of there because I was getting weird vibes. <laughs> when I say this man ate these chicken wings meticulously, I mean meticulously. I have never seen a human being eat something like that before. I mean picked clean. Then he proceeds to go on and on about how things in his life have to serve him and serve a purpose. He then told me a question he asked himself every day and of every person. How does this serve me? Totally understandable and kind of sweet in a way, but definitely not first date material in my book. Yeah, that sounds a little narcissistic to think that everything has to serve you. She goes, at this point, he goes to the bathroom. I was texting my roommate frantically and asked if it was rude to just leave $20 in cash on the table for my wine and get out of there. Then I remember that my mother didn't raise a quitter, so I was going to finish this date. He comes back and then proceeds to ask me if he could have my permission to meditate about me the next day. I'm sorry, but what? The whole thing was just so strange. Yeah, why would he ask for your permission to meditate on you? He was also giving me big Leonardo DiCaprio vibes from Wolf of Wall Street. What he would get all ramped up about selling things. However, this guy did not give me the cute Leo vibes that I had wanted. At the end of the night, he walked me to my car and proceeded to play tonsil hockey with me. To which I responded, thank you for the night, goodbye, and basically rushed into my car faster than I have ever before. Thankfully, he never texted or called me again. I think he could sense how awkward I felt. Okay, there are a few things I would like to say, but yeah, I definitely feel like you could catch the vibes, but I feel like a lot of these bad stories are coming from dates from apps, and I've heard mixed things about dating apps and people actually finding love from dating apps, but it's so sad how many not-so-great experiences you have to go through to find someone who vibes with you. And secondly... I don't understand why you said the tonsil hockey, so I'm assuming he got pretty physical on the first date. I don't understand why that is just assumed that that's what people want on a first date. Like, do people not... I guess for me, when I dated Aiden, we didn't kiss until a month into hanging out. And for me, that was a normal amount of time, but I've heard people go like six months without kissing or whatever, but I just think it's crazy. Some people think that that's what you want, and I'm assuming this was not what you want because you did not get the vibes from it, but that is crazy. I mean, at least you stuck it out because at that point, you couldn't sense that he was going to do the tonsil hockey. Okay, this says, here's my worst date story. Last year, I was a freshman in college and all my friends had Tinder and were talking to too many boys at once. I felt left out, so I downloaded the app too, mostly as a joke. This is always how I feel like people start with dating apps. I've heard they just download it as a joke and then they eventually go out with someone, but she says, I matched with this one guy and we immediately hit it off. We shared a lot of the same interests and he seemed eager to get to know me. A few days after talking, we agreed to meet up to get dinner and see a movie. I was really excited until he messaged me asking me if I wanted him to bring a blunt to the date. 
This turned me off because I don't think it's classy or even polite to be impaired on a first date. The fact that you have to type that out and say, I just really don't think this was a good idea. Like, no, not a good idea of first date, which she says, which I think is pretty obvious. I told him, no, that's not really my thing. And he said, no worries. So I thought that problem was dealt with, that the weed was out of the equation. I was so very wrong. Basically, I showed up at the restaurant at the time we agreed and he didn't show up for another 20 minutes. When he finally came, he was completely stoned. His eyes were bloodshot and he seemed to have trouble focusing on our conversation. At one point, I asked him if he had any pets and he said he had a cat at his parents' house. So I asked him what the cat's name was and he said, cat? Where? Not here. Thinking I had pointed out a cat in the restaurant. For the rest of the day, he was coughing and burping nonstop. Although I'm not sure if the burping was from the weed or from his lack of manners. Maybe both. I couldn't relax during the movie and I didn't let him touch me at all. When I finally got back to my dorm, he messaged me immediately inviting me over to his house for the next time we could hang out. Obviously, I told him that I didn't want to see him again. This was my first experience with online dating and definitely my last, but in a way, I'm glad it happened because now I have a funny story. That's so sad. There was actually someone else. I think I saw the subject line that someone else was stoned on their first date too. And yeah, that's definitely just not exactly the best story and especially because that was your first online dating experience again it's with these app dates sometimes you just get matched with people that really are not a good match but at least you're a good sport about it and said you had a good story okay she says so excited for this episode of the podcast because these stories crap me up this one is a doozy i met this boy my senior year of high school on an admitted student's day visit at a local college he was from out of state and was super charming and nice, also dressed in business casual, which helped set us off on the right foot. We exchanged numbers after having a ton of fun together all day and he texted a bit as we both decided where we would be for college later this year. His dream was to attend this local school, but my dream was to leave and move away. Both our dreams were satisfied and we knew we wouldn't be attending together. However, he mentioned coming up to town before move-in this fall to visit family. I agreed to meet him before I also left for school. I wouldn't have told you I had high expectations, but I was secretly hoping he would be the one that got away. He wanted to get dinner in a town pretty far from me and my parents decided they would drive out and get dinner nearby to know that I was safe. He said he loved Panera and there was one we could meet at. Not my first choice, but fine. He was waiting outside when I got there and watched me get out of my parents' car, clearly not knowing if he should hug me. He decided not to and we just walked inside. When they asked for our order, he said twice we weren't together. <laughs> we were young and I planned to pay for myself, but it was uncomfortable nonetheless. He ordered a bowl of mac and cheese and I ordered a salad. I tried to make conversation while we ate, but he was eating so fast he couldn't answer my questions. He scooped the mac and cheese with his bread, making the most vile noise I had ever heard. Then he abruptly stood up and said we should probably go. I didn't know what to do but follow his lead, throwing away my full salad. Oh! <laughs> I walked him to his car because I had to wait for my parents again, and he said, see you around. It had gone so poorly that I knew I would absolutely never reach out to him again. I called my mom, who said they were at Joe's Crab Shack across the parking lot. I started my half-mile walk over there before a car pulled up next to me, and the same boy asked if I wanted him to drive me over to where my parents were eating. I tried to sound casual that it wasn't a big deal in order to downplay the situation, but he followed me in the car all the way across the parking lot. 15 minutes, I've never passed slower. I gave a brief wave and he drove off. I found my parents ready to decompress and I had only been gone long enough for them to get a table at another seemingly empty restaurant. That is so, that just sounds like one of those awkward situations where he was probably really awkward shoveling the mac and cheese down his throat. I can't get over the fact that he followed you in the car too. 
and like didn't just drive off like he wanted to do the right thing but he was being awkward that's so funny so the subject of this one says prom was not so peachy senior year of high school the group of girls i was going to prom with insisted on us all having dates even though none of us had a boyfriend girls don't force other girls to do this oh my gosh this reminds me i remember when i was sorry i'm going on a tangent but when i was in high school i too was on like a dance team and we had to bring dates to our dance banquet it was the thing that everyone brought a date and looking back that's so messed up to force people to have dates but i'm gonna continue reading it says anyway we searched our entire county for eligible guys and the other three girls found a date but i didn't so one girl gifted me her backup guy he was a homeschooled guy who was supposedly this cool musician then i found out his nickname was peaches I realized things would be bad when I went to pick up his bow tie that matched my dress and he didn't pay for it. I mean, it was only like $20, but I forgave him thinking maybe he didn't know how prom worked because he was homeschooled. (laughs) On prom night, he showed up to pictures drenched in sweat, like the kind of sweat that you smell instantly. We took a limo 40 miles to dinner and every girl sat across from her date. He didn't start conversation with me at all and just talked to the other dudes. Then when the checks came and all the other girls paid for when all the other guys paid for the girls meals he literally looked at me and was like I mean I don't think I should have to pay for yours I was so embarrassed oh my gosh it makes my heart hurt when we left dinner we had another 40 mile drive and he told me he forgot his license which was required to get into prom my parents had to drive to meet this rando's parents get his license and then meet us at prom I was done for the night, but I wanted to see my friends inside, so I tried to get over it. When he finally got inside, his sweat multiplied by the minute. In an hour, his shirt was transparent, and I was avoiding him like the plague. We all went to a friend's farm after prom, and a large group of us were spending the night, but he pulled me aside and apologized incessantly that he couldn't stay the night because his mom would be mad. I pretended to be sad, and then his mom picked him up, and I have never been more relieved. Prom was not peachy. This is so sad i feel like he was probably nervous if he was sweating that much because some people do just sweat a lot when they get nervous which does make me feel a little bit bad for him but that also makes me feel so bad for you the stuff about him not paying for the meal and then you feeling embarrassed i hate stuff like that it makes me really sad i think that everyone has a weird prom story i only ever i went to prom twice before but i didn't have like a random prom date but i've heard stories of people who took random prom dates that they have like interesting stories about that my freshman year of college i said yes to a date with a guy who dm me on instagram yikes i'm a christian he had no bible verses all over his instagram so i thought what's the worst that could happen i know poor judgment i made sure my best friend kept an eye on find my friends just in case he turned out to be a creeper lol So about five minutes into the conversation, he dives straight into his life story and talks for a straight hour, and I'm not exaggerating. I couldn't even get a word in. When I could finally squeeze a sentence and he kindly points out that I have something stuck in my teeth. Oh my gosh, that's the worst. So I go to the bathroom and I try to get this strawberry seed out of my teeth for 15 minutes for a guy that I'm not even interested in at this point, and I would not come out. I tried everything and accepted that I just had to go sit back out there with the strawberry seeds still stuck in my teeth, and he makes sure to tell me that it's still there because I quote, I'm a real one. <laughs> oh my gosh. After the date, he texted me that I was the wife he was looking for and that he wanted to marry me. Classic ring by spring line. He was ready to marry me after one terribly awkward date where he learned absolutely nothing about me because he talked the whole time where I had an indestructible strawberry seed stuck in my teeth. 
Needless to say, we did not get married. However, he did propose to another girl two months after this date, and they're married now. Two months. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The whole ring by spring thing is totally a thing in some Christian colleges. I never really felt that pressure at my college because it just wasn't kind of like your stereotypical Christian college. But yeah, I don't know why there's this insane pressure to find your wife or your husband at college. I think it's a great opportunity to, but it's not something that's set in stone going to happen. And that's so funny because I am someone who does get awkward when people point out stuff in my teeth at the same time. It's like, do you not want them to tell you? But in this situation, after you talked for an hour and you couldn't even say anything, and then that's the first thing he says to you after giving his own monologue, yeah, I would definitely be turned off by that too. So this one says, picture this, me, 20 years old, never been kissed, never been anything to a boy before, not an innocent girlfriend in pre-K, not the object of anyone's affection while going through my painful, awkward stage of middle school. I had never done what the kids call talking and texted a boy in any context other than asking for the homework. So when Skylar approaches me after history class to say I was excited was an understatement. We went on so many fun dates, getting tacos, going on walks. We even went to Ferris Wheel on a pier in New Jersey. And on these dates, somehow things we had never done before came up as a conversation. I mentioned in passing that my parents were pretty frugal, so most luxuries were off the table. We hand-washed the dishes in our house to save money on a dishwasher. We didn't get our cars washed at the car wash we did in the backyard. You get the point. So it's about three months into us dating. Every time he texts me about making plans, I get so excited, I rush to pick out my outfit. It was a rather sunny day, and he had been hyping this date up for weeks. It's something I've never done before. I'm going to love everything about it. That kind of talk. He picks me up and doesn't tell me much, so I'm dressed fairly formal, a nice blouse and funky pants. I get in his car and he is silent. He doesn't want to give away the surprise. We are making turns in a part of a town I didn't really know, and then we turn into the sketchy parking lot and he says, we are here. What? We are? In the middle of nowhere? So he says, close your eyes, and so I did, thinking my death was pending, but no. He inches the car forward a few feet and I start hearing water. Michelle, this man took me to a car wash. He had me open my eyes and said surprise as his car was being pulled on a belt, <laughs> getting washed off. I nervously laughed at the joke I thought he pulled out that he would be on track to go on a real date soon, but no, we went to the car wash. He got his car washed and drove me back to the dorms. Now I do give him credit for thinking this is something I should experience and I would have been opposed to going, but what was all this hype for? I was looking forward to the state for weeks. At least now I can say I'm 22 years old and I have been to a car wash. <laughs> this one is so funny. I could get that he thought he was like being clever, thinking of things you hadn't done before, trying to be cute. But really, like a girl would much rather go on just a sweet, nice, wholesome date instead of you trying to flex that you're taking her to a car wash. That's so funny and so sad. I hope since then you've been on an actual date that is a proper date since this because, yeah, getting taken to the car wash is definitely not not it at all. Okay, so this is the last one I'm going to read and I think this one has a positive ending because she says, this is kind of a long one but it has a happy ending. I've only ever dated one person in my life, my current boyfriend who for the sake of anonymity I'll call Max. Max and I grew up in a small town, so we've known each other since kindergarten, and we were always casual acquaintances. Then, during junior year of high school, we started becoming closer friends, and I developed a pretty big crush on him. We would text sometimes, and one of the things we would always joke about is how much I love Dizzy and general kids' movies. 
this was the year that Frozen came out and I had been looking for a way to ask Max on a date. So I texted him saying that if he was going to keep making fun of me for liking Disney movies, he would have to see one himself. He agreed to it and I was over the moon, but he did ask if he could bring a friend or two, which I thought was a little strange. I didn't think much of it though because I knew and really liked a bunch of his friends and I assumed he was worried it was going to be awkward and wanted a bit of a buffer. Flash forward to the week we were going to see Frozen together and I hear through the grapevine at school that Max actually has a girlfriend, a girl who we will call Emily. I was of course crushed, but it suddenly made sense why he wanted to bring a friend to see Frozen. I frantically texted my best friend at the time and asked what I should do if I should cancel because you know he has a girlfriend, but my friend convinced me to just go and get through it. So fast forward to the night we're going to see Frozen and I am an absolute wreck because I still have the biggest crush on him and also because he's supposedly with Emily and therefore not available. I was pacing back and forth by the movie theater concessions, trying to calm down a little when I see him push through the crowd, and it felt like a scene of a rom-com. I saw Max, and I was so happy because he was actually there, and then Emily popped out from behind, and my stomach dropped. So the three of us, me, Max, and his girlfriend Emily, watched Frozen together, and I hightailed it out of there as soon as the credits hit the scene. It was the most awkward and uncomfortable two hours I have ever experienced. And to make things all the more uncomfortable, Emily very purposely sat herself between me and Max to make it very clear that she knew I liked him and that she was going to literally keep us apart. And that's the story of my worst date ever, my first date ever, and my first date now with my now boyfriend. Aww. About a year later, Max reached out to me and broke the ice with, of course, a frozen meme. This summer, we will celebrate six years together. Aww. He's the absolute love of my life, and despite the whole messy star, I wouldn't change a thing. Aww, this is so sweet. She says, thanks for taking the time to read my small novel of a story. I've been following you for years now. We live in New York at the same time, and your content brings me such joy and peace. Wow. What a sweet story to end with. I actually, I'm going to read through the rest of these, but... I feel like there was another one where someone also said it started really bad, but then they're married to the person now. And I just think that's so sweet. And it's kind of, I'm obviously not talking about the stories where people are literally being so messed up and angry and locking you in a car, but sometimes people are just awkward. They make mistakes on the first couple of dates that aren't that big of a deal. And then it could actually end up being something that was really cute. I guess for me, fun fact about my first date with Aiden, I remember I wore these shoes that I hadn't worn a lot, I hadn't broken into, and we were walking to this restaurant from his apartment because in New York, you just walk everywhere. It was sunset. It was really pretty. And I remember my shoes scuffed up my feet so bad because I had gotten off Accutane and it makes you get really bad blisters that my feet were covered in blood. I kid you not because they were rubbing my feet so bad and we literally had to like get in a taxi and drive to this restaurant because my feet were bloody and I still kept those shoes. But then it was cute because whenever we took the taxi back to his apartment, he gave me some slippers that he had. And he walked me home and took me to the subway and dropped me off. And it was really sweet. So just like that, sometimes you feel stupid in the moment, but then it turns out being something really sweet and cute. And so don't give up on it. 
those are all the stories I'm going to read. Thank you guys so much for submitting all of these questions. I just wanted to do another fun episode. And if you guys like this, I will definitely do this again with some other topics. It might be kind of fun. It was definitely really fun for me to read. It didn't even feel like work doing this podcast today. It never really feels like work doing the podcast because I genuinely enjoy having a 50-minute conversation with you guys here. But let me know if you guys enjoyed. Again, feel free to leave a review. And also let me know on Instagram if you enjoyed. Tag me in a story if you're listening. So thankful for you guys and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye friends.